Hey, welcome back. It's the Captain Marvel episode. Marvel Cinematic Universe Movie Club episode 22? Part 22. Let's call it part 22. But we're jumping ahead because we haven't filled in the gaps. Today I talk with my friend Rachel about Captain Marvel. Lots of spoilers in this episode, so don't listen if you have not seen it. Um, what what an interesting movie. Great, but I was a little disappointed. Um, but but good at the same time. It's a '90s movie. It's a Brie Larson movie. It's a superhero movie. It's a Samuel L. Jackson movie. Um, yeah, I don't think there's more to say about it, so let's talk about Captain Marvel. Hello. Hi. It's Rachel, right? Rachel? Yeah, Rachel. And it's yeah. Peter? Yes. All right. Yes. Okay. Uh, so we both watched Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. What, uh, Captain Marvel from... 2019, the 22nd Marvel Cinematic Movie bleh, to be made. <laughs> 22nd, Rachel, can you believe that? That's, that's a lot of movies. That is, that is a successful franchise right there. Um, Brie Larson, Jude Law, a bunch of other people. Released on Women's Day 2019, which is, I don't think they did that by mistake. Do you? I don't think so. I think that was definitely intentional. I kind of like yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. on the one hand, I like it. On the other hand, it feels like they're capitalizing on, I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, like a lot of those things, they can either come across as like pandering or yeah, mm-hmm. like a cash grab or something. Yeah. Um, what did you just just uh, initial like? Did you would you did you like the movie? Did you not like it? What'd you think? Um, I did. I liked it. It took a little while to get going for me. Like the beginning, um, was fine, and then like towards the middle and end, it ramped up. And I went from being like, this is an okay movie to I would die for Brie Larson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, and I think, but like looking back, I think that was the correct kind of pacing to have. Cause there's so much background that you need to give without necessarily stopping and like giving direct uh, exposition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I overall, I enjoyed the movie. Um, the, and and I liked that, that, you know, this movie was like, by the way, this, there's going to be spoilers all over this. So whoever, I don't know, they didn't tell me to not do spoilers. So whoever's listening to this out there, you know, like spoiler alert, right? Right. Yep. Uh, Um, so, um, like this is a this is it's an origin story 
which I'm not mm-hmm. like opposed to origin stories really. Like a lot of, I, I know like a lot of people say that like, Oh, origin stories aren't great. I don't really mind them. Um, but I like that they sort of flipped the narrative, uh, like frame a little bit. Cause it's not like the straight, the straight ahead, um, origin story, you know? Right. Right. Like that with all the flashbacks and she has amnesia. Um, Oh, anyway, my point was there's spoilers. Go see the movie and then listen to this. That yes. would be my recommendation. So I agree. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, the so that, that first part of the movie, right? Like it starts with her and like some other planet and she's fighting Jude Law and they, they're trying to, to like give us the exposition of who the Screes and, or the Crees and the Scrolls are. Yeah, the Cree and, and the Scroll. That pacing for that part of the movie, I was like, I don't understand what they're talking about. I don't understand what this planet is. I agree with you. The pacing for that first part, I, I wanted to be more invested in Brie Larson's character from the get-go. Like, eventually, I got to where where you said, like, she's charismatic as hell for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think that beginning worked for, for me really well. It was just like, like, I, I like the... I can't even, I can't even, like, I just saw the movie, right? I can't even remember exactly, like, I couldn't describe what the, the place looked like that she was in. I I remember it being kind of gray. Yeah, very futuristic. Like, there's hover cars outside, and there's tall buildings, and everything's kind of dark. Yeah, it just wasn't, like... I don't know. And then she goes to see the Supreme Intelligence played by Annette Benning, who's does not get enough screen time or does not have enough to do in the movie. I think like she's, she's great. She's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool to see her in a movie like that. Cause she doesn't usually make movies like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That must but, have been fun. Yeah. But like, I really like, I don't like, I almost, turned to the person next to me. I almost called somebody and said, what's going on? I don't understand what's going on in this part of the movie. Like I just zoned, I kind of zoned out a little bit. Yeah. I was starting to get a little sleepy in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like there was, and the thing is, it's not like there wasn't a lot of action in the beginning of the movie. Cause there was like, there's Mm -hmm. a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. But by the by the same token, I do kind of like them just jumping into it without being like, "We are the Cree. Here is no. what the Cree are. Here are the you know scroll. Here are the scroll are." I, I agree with you. I agree with you. But like, so the just uh, I let me let me get to the point that I think the movie should have started. Yeah. Like so, and we can jump back and forth. But like. You know, there's that first part they explain, explain, explain. Oh, look, she's part of this. She's part of this, like, like combat crew. Um, they go and it's like they're about to start killing people, but they're like, oh, it's okay because they're 
they're aliens, they're the scrolls, and they're the bad guys, and they have that classic bad guy look of like orcs. They're shape changers and they they're orky looking and that we our brains are taught to think from movies like that's the bad guy, right? Right. Um and I and like the whole like infrared display of like shooting people felt very like Call of Duty, like bro first person shootery stuff right and then i can't tell you how she crash landed on earth but she does like i really don't i couldn't process where they were what was going on but but she crashes on earth and she crashes through that the blockbuster the the roof of the blockbuster video right she she crashes through the early 90s reference (laughs) i feel like the time from i feel like the time from the start of the movie until she crashes into the blockbuster that time needed to be compressed a lot somehow yes like that's when i got interested (laughs) i was like oh it's like okay okay because then all the all the like fun payoff stuff starts to happen right like we we encounter CG Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> who's they did a really good job. I had to, I at first it was a little uncanny valley esque, like, like it was real. He has both of his eyes, and I was like, Wah. I noticed some like little facial tics that seemed a little off. But then I, but then after that, I sort of got used to it, and I had to remind myself that he's he's like mid to late 60s and that's not what he looks like anymore yeah i thought they did a pretty good job uh i kind of had the same response to him like oh uh okay and more so with uh, agent coolson i felt like he kind of looked like he had just had um just some some like real like on the good side of mediocre plastic surgery Uh uh-huh uh-huh but um I like how you pronounce his name Coulson. <laughs> Isn't it's, it Coulson? Coulson? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure right. But Coulson, I mean, that's pretty neat too. Yeah, this is what happens when you read a lot of your reviews and news articles and not oh. listen oh, to audio. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that makes sense. Um, um, yeah, so... That once it gets to that that part, like it's pretty good, I think, right? Like, um, she's trying to figure out her memory, like piecing it together. Lawson is the is Annette Benning's character's name. Yeah, Doctor right? Lawson. Yeah, she's the AI supreme intelligence that leads the screw. What the hell are they? What the hell is okay. their name? I get their two so, names. The Cree. Cree. The Cree. Cree. That's Which right. Yeah. Bothered me just a little because there are a Cree people. <laughs> is there really? Um, it's spelled different. I think it's. Let me double check on that. Actually, oh, okay. make sure I'm. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the Cree are one of the largest. Um, Groups of First Nations in North America. Oh my God! Yeah, that's not C R E E. 
so oh. different. Yeah, that's not great. I was like, come on. <laughs> come on, Marvel. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they they could have done their homework. Also, I I think it was just a blatant mistake. Like, I don't think they're actively trying to... No, no, no. And it was probably written... I don't know when Captain Marvel was actually written, but... Yeah, I think um, it was it was written in the 60s. Um, like, that's when her character was first created. Okay. B- but uh, I, those people have been around forever. But the time... Right. I think, was your point, like, that the time... At the time, people were less uh, informed or something? Less informed and less um, less likely to do. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> less yeah, likely yeah. to care about. No, that. I, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah. Um, it's also, yeah. Anyway, we don't. Anyway. I, that's not a point to dwell on. I think that. Yeah. But um, I so, think your name's confused. Cree and scroll. I always wanted yeah. to say like crawl or. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So and the, the crawl. Go ahead. I was going to say so. Annette Benning, um, when you go see the Great Intelligence or the what was it the Supreme, Supreme? I think Supreme yeah. Intelligence. Okay. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. The Great Intelligence is from Doctor Who. Um, oh, is it? Yeah. So the Supreme Intelligence appears as somebody from. Pardon my microwave sound. Go I'm ahead. Sorry. Um the great intelligence appears as somebody from your mind. And so it appears as somebody different to everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, so when uh, Captain Marvel, who's known as verse, when mm-hmm. bears, bears, they call her veers in the veers. movie. Veers. Right. Yeah. Veers. Um, veers sees this person that she doesn't recognize, but is apparently important to her. Yeah. And that's our sort of first clue that something is not quite right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, And then we figure out that she has amnesia and she's having all these flashbacks from, from her past on earth that she doesn't remember. What did you think about that? There was like that montage of, um, that sort of like set the ground for her like being kind of like a, just a badass. Do you remember that? What, what did you think about that? There was, there was two, I think. Um, I'm trying to Do you remember need more, more cues about it. Yeah. Like I, I, I think there were two, like she had these flashbacks. Well, first of all, I remember when they, when she gets captured by the, scroll and they're probing her memory to figure out who Lawson is because it's revealed later on that they want that light speed drive. Right. And when they're probing her memory oh, yeah. and they, and they show her like they're replaying, they're like, okay, zoom in on that memory, zoom in on that. And then like, okay, here's that loop of Dr. Lawson walking back and forth and she turns and she's there and she turns and she's there again. Mm-hmm. You know what I thought in that moment? I was like, this entire movie is going to be a superhero version of Eternal Spot, Eternal Sh- Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and I am so excited about that. <laughs> I was like, yes, 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 yes. This is going to be so good. I can't wait. It's like weird. I, I was I, in my head. I was writing the whole movie. I'm like, oh god, it's going to be like this weird, cool, like 
shapeshifters and you don't know who's who and like they're messing with Captain Marvel's brain and it's a whole like mystery thing and it's back and forth and like what's real and what's not. I was so excited because in that moment I thought this is exactly what this movie is going to be for mm-hmm. the next two hours and it was not that. Yeah, I uh, I had a similar moment where I was like, oh, okay, like you you know somebody's controlling it. You you know you figure that out pretty quick when you have voices saying like, oh no, let's look at this one or yeah, this isn't right. Yeah. This can't this can't be right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, is that how they're like framing this whole thing? Is like, are we going to find out her backstory, and then her being trapped is her now? Mm-hmm. But, it, like, it sense. <laughs> no, it didn't play out like that. And it's not, it, it wasn't bad, but I always like, <clears throat> I might, I might be breaking our, our premise here a little bit, but you and I talk about this before, like how, how we would like fix a movie or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. you know, I always want to make it like weirder the way to, the way to fix, I think part of this movie and give it a little more like, oomph would be to do that to be like like you know that this takes place in the 90s and infinity war took place now right so the way to have her like be out of commission for that whole time and not know what's going on is to have her trapped by the scroll for the entire time Mm -hmm. in some sort of stasis and they're just they're just fucking with their brain the whole time. That would sort right. of ruin that would sort of ruin the cool narrative about like the people that that we are programmed to think are our enemies are not always our enemies, you know, mm-hmm. because they have that they have that like flippy floppy thing with the scrolls, which I think is really cool. Um but I think that I think I don't know. I like my version. I think that would be fun too. <laughs> um, what, what's kind of interesting is that there's something about how they were flipping through her memories. Um, their tone of voice made me question if they were really bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, because, I see. Because I wasn't getting any like bad guy cues. Yeah, yeah. From their voice. I was like, wait a minute. Is Brie Larson a bad guy? Uh, is, I see. There was like a moment, and then later when they're fighting, like no, 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 no. Clearly, clearly, the the scrolls are the bad guys. But there was this moment, um, when I when I questioned it, and then yeah, but but I was convinced enough after that to think that they were definitely the bad guys, and so when yeah. the reveal came out, I was like, oh. Yeah, I was still excited I, and like surprised. I see. Did you did did you believe? It took me a while to actually believe. It took me a while to actually believe that they were supposed to be the good guys, because I think because I got so I had like pre-written the movie when I saw mm-hmm. all of the like they're doing things with her memory and they're doing and their shapeshifters. Those two mm-hmm. things combined, um, mm-hmm. and also because I don't trust people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like I'm like, oh, this is a movie, and like, 
what do you think about that premise? If the, if that were the movie, like Brie Larson has been gaslighted and trapped in her own head for 20 years. And the end of the movie is her breaking out, realizing her powers. And then she gets the beeper from, from Nick Fury, you know, that would be amazing. Actually, <laughs> I think that would be like, Oh, that'd be incredible. I'd be like, Oh shit. She has been, she has been trapped in her own mind. People have been like telling her that they're good guys, which I guess there's still that part in there. Like she had been, you know, to use the, the phrase of the time, like gaslit by and misled by Jude law and everybody else. So she still mm-hmm. has that, but I wish they would have leaned into it more because yeah. she really is like, she really is just now coming out of that and realizing the truth and being her own person. But like, I don't know. I, I, I think I want, I want these Marvel movies to be more fucked up than they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, or at yeah. least, at least fucked up on the level of like a twilight zone or a, or a star Trek level. You know, like the pocket, like, oh, Riker was in his own head the whole time. You yeah. Know, whatever. No, I, I get that. And uh, I agree. I think um, I do wish they had leaned a little bit more into that because she had trusted the Cree so implicitly because she remembered nothing be- from before. Mm-hmm. So she never questioned that these scroll were the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that level of betrayal to take advantage so completely of somebody. And mm-hmm. like that kind of comes out toward at the end. Um, but I don't know. I, I wish she would have. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Part of me wishes she would have struggled with it a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. but I think maybe she doesn't because they're highlighting just what kind of an incredible badass she is on a lot of different levels. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I don't often want to get in the weeds of like the mechanics of a, of, of a fantasy movie, which this mm-hmm. is, you know, like mm-hmm. I often don't want to get in the weeds about the mechanics of stuff. But um, when you're trying to establish who is and who is not a shapeshifter, mm-hmm. I, I wish there would have been something else there. Some other cue. Something. Yeah, like build in a... I guess they, they sort of built it in with the cat later on, which we should definitely talk about Goose yeah. the cat. Um, but they sort of built it in with that a little bit, but like just when she's sitting down with Fury and they're talking about, and they're she's trying to figure out like if he's a shapeshifter or not. And it was just like, tell me something that is, that I, is totally unverifiable about you. And, you know, tell me something weird about yourself. Like she, she couldn't verify any of that information. And she was just like, Oh yeah. Okay. You are who you say you are. Yeah. Yeah, I got the feeling that it was like if he had hesitated or yeah. been bad at it. But you would think that for people 
that can shapeshift they would have learned how to improv yes exactly like, like you would have your entire existence you would be like playing you would i feel like if you're if your 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 civilization is built around that yeah anyway that's why i don't want to get too far into it about that but like when that when all that was happening i really in my head i'm like oh they're leaving they're leaving the door open for all of this stuff to come crumbling down later, you know? Mm-hmm. They're just leaving all of it open so that at some point later on in the movie, they're going to be like, remember, I told you this and I was just that believable and you didn't, and you believed me. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> I still, I still, I'm holding on to that idea of, of uh, Brie Larson being trapped in her own head for 25 years or however long it is, 30 yeah. years and, and then she comes out of it, and she's mad as hell, and gonna she's gonna go destroy Thanos and re- return the world, the universe to its proper order. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, what did you? Oh, I started to ask you about the montage. Remember that there was the montage where they were sort of giving her human story background, where it was like mm-hmm. all of those times that she had fallen down and gotten back up, and like yeah the kid saying, slow down, you can't go that fast. And like mm-hmm. her dad being an asshole. Mint. Yeah, he was an asshole, but I can't remember what he said. What did you think about all of that? Um, I, I liked that part. I liked how they highlighted that even though she didn't remember anything about herself, that there was this still like core personality that had stayed. Mm-hmm. And that She's always been the kind of person who just who keeps pushing herself and who keeps getting back up. And you are go ahead. um, Though I think the montage where they show her like getting back up after all these things Mm -hmm. comes later. Yes, it does come later. Because first they just show her like falling just like over and over again. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I just I sort of put them both together in my head. I think. Sure. Um, yeah, and then later they show her, it's like a, a montage of her getting back up. And that's, it was at that moment when I was like, hell yeah, Brie Larson. Like, Captain Marvel yeah, is that, the best. So, I have a question that you are more qualified to answer than I am. Mm-hmm. This is the first female superhero with her own movie in this MCU universe right mm-hmm. first one for them for them the, the first one for them so yeah. uh yeah did it what did you think did it like was it as satisfying as you wanted it to be was it disappointing or like what how was it how did it live up um it was so satisfying that i started to cry <laughs> during oh. the movie like while i was watching that's it that's pretty good that's pretty it good was, it was like Around that moment, and then I teared up a little when she's, um, I think when she changed her uniform colors. Yeah. Um, I need to rewatch the movie, but that, I love that scene. That so that much. moment with that with her 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 friend's, uh, kid. her friend's kid, yeah, and she's like, "You pick the colors." Um, yeah, that was really good. Um, I listened to one podcast about the movie where they said like 
they wish she would have had, they wish it would have been less Brie Larson and a bunch of dudes and more Brie Larson, like amp up her partner, her like Air Force mm-hmm. partners role more and like just lean into it. Like, cause they were saying like, well, they didn't say this, but on the podcast I was listening to, but um, they were saying like, it, there was it was kind of ambiguous about whether they were supposed to be like romantically involved or not and and then there was like some offhand comment where where they said that they weren't you know mm-hmm. um i think if i don't know i'm just I, there, there's something to be said about like about like making a superhero a appealing and ambiguous where she could be gay or she could be straight like i get that but i also have enough gay friends who are like can we please just have can we please for the love of god just have a gay superhero already like one just Just do it already yeah and one that isn't uh like you know that they're they're gay or they're bi because of some offhanded comment that the director makes like i want Mm -hmm. to see it in the movie and i want it to be yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think, and I don't know that maybe Captain Marvel's not the right place to do that. Maybe she's, maybe whatever. I don't know. But, uh, um, they, but yeah, the, I think it was, I think it was Slate's spoiler podcast that I was listening to. They were saying like, they were saying like that they wanted more female like entourage, like as said. I sort of agree, like watching Samuel L. Jackson get to act and like be somebody more than just the stern guy who comes and tells them that they're recruited into the Avengers. Uh, like that was great. Seeing him interacting with the cat was great. He was like yeah. doing interesting things that that people who have his character usually don't do. Um, Mm -hmm. oh, and there was a moment in the movie when it was at the beginning when there's, when they're like the, the mean soldier, uh, Cree crew is like bantering or whatever. And then the stern older guy says to the other guy, like, well, I think you are a handsome man or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's the joke is it's, it's ironic because you are actually very attractive. Right, yeah. I thought that was nice. Like, cause, yeah. Like, it was sort... It, it was. I think the reason it was humorous is because it's playing with the audience that you think this guy is going to act a certain way. But I don't think it was making fun of... Like, I, I felt like the joke was good. Like, I didn't think... A lot of times those jokes are like, oh, look, here, isn't it funny to think that this guy might be actually think another guy is attractive like i don't think that was the joke i think the joke i think the joke was against i think it was good did you did you think so too i i did i love that moment because it wasn't like haha he's gay it's yeah haha this really tough guy is actually very sweet and wholesome yeah (laughs) and it was just this like gentle moment that was unexpected And, and um yeah yeah and that that's why it threw me too because I thought that they were showing us like showing us the the flags or whatever that these were the good guys because they right 
because yeah, like they care about I'm... each other and they they banter and yeah um, yeah, yeah. They, they seem to enjoy spending time with each other right right um yeah uh okay do we talk about um do we talk about goose now is this the yes. goose portion yes the... i think we've okay. reached the goose portion okay go. oh actually just one more quick oh. thing that i wanted to talk about um you had said how you enjoyed watching Nick Fury being able to do more than just sort of be the the grim administrator. Mm-hmm. Um, it was almost like a mini Nick Fury origin story. Oh, too. oh totally, totally, yeah. And um, I enjoyed that, but I would also agree that I wish her her flight partner had been brought in sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, because the two of them are just like this amazing duo. They work so well together. They had amazing chemistry on the screen. Um, yeah. Same yeah, with her would... and uh, Annette Benning. Like, I wish yeah. the women who eventually saved the day ultimately would have come in earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. One, one thing I had read was that. Um, someone said they really enjoyed it both as a, a feminist movie and as a Nick Fury buddy cop movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I saw that same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, that being said, uh, I was really glad that it, it did end up being these like badass ladies saving the day. I think, yeah, they, they just should have leaned into it way more. I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I will say the other thing I really enjoyed just about, I guess, speaking of badass ladies, um, Captain Marvel. Um, what's her? What's, what's Carol her Danvers? Thank is you. Her, Carol yeah. Danvers. Yeah. Um, Carol is both badass, but making her badass doesn't make her also. Like she doesn't have to be super gritty and infallible and mm-hmm. like a hard ass on top of it. Cause sometimes you get this like badass female trope where like the woman can be strong, but like that has to be the sole focus of who she is. Whereas Carol, yeah, she's an amazing fighter and she is tenacious. Um, but she is also kind and um, compassionate. And mm-hmm. has like some flaws and some um, some softer sides. Like when she's interacting with um, her friend's kid, like there's just this sweet gentleness to their interaction. Like when she's letting her choose the colors, and even though things are serious, she's taking a moment and is delighted by this little girl's choices. Mm-hmm. And so I mm-hmm. liked that fullness of character. That like oh she comes in and she kicks ass, and that's all she does but it's not and they they did that well i think in, in yeah. balancing her out yeah um the 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 slate podcast that i listened to the spoiler special um what they were saying about her character was they were they were happy that she that they were happy that um Sophie dog Sophie's whining. Calm down, buddy. Um, they were happy that um, that Carol didn't have a romantic interest. Like, it, mm-hmm. like I can see it. I can see it both ways, right? Because we were just saying, like, 
just give us a gay superhero already. Like mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. And if, but at the same time, I like when movies aren't all about um, romantic subplots and stuff like Thor Ragnarok didn't have any romance in it. And it was, you know, that was a buddy cop space movie. Yeah. Basically, I like, you know, I like movies about friendship. <laughs> is what yeah. It is. Um, yeah. And I yeah. think, I think a romantic subplot, because I'd kind of expected them to go that route between her and her Cree commander. Oh, that I yeah. thought that that was going to be part of the difficulty of yeah. like, oh, but she's in love with him and blah, blah, blah. And they didn't do it. And I'm so happy because <laughs> yep. um, I feel like a romantic subplot would have minimized everything else that was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Because there's just so much happening. And while it would be awesome if she turned out to be gay, um, I feel like it doesn't necessarily even need to be part of the main storyline. Mm-hmm. R- yeah, right. Yeah, it, it's... It, she's, she's like a cool standalone standalone uh, character. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have to give Zoe more food. He's giving me a weird look. We'll see. We'll wait. We'll wait for a second. You have um, the weirdest relationship with your boss. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Um, oh, and the other part is like the other part of it not being about like romance or, or whatever is that um, they didn't make her her outfit like all boobsy or whatever. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like it she she had on like a combat outfit. Yeah, you she's know? wearing a pilot suit. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. th- they I, I don't know if it were if it were me, I think that they could have lean uh, I just want them to lean into stuff a little bit more. Like the guy tells her to smile and I was like that dude's getting his ass kicked. Like Right. Here is here's your chance to to make to like an a a superhero who's been like a trained badass this person is saying is saying that to her here's where she kicks his ass and we get to watch it on screen yeah and they didn't go that route i think that would have been satisfying but i think it would have been out of character cuz she is May- she is so focused that this guy he's being an asshole but he is like almost beneath her notice. Yeah. Because she's I, so I, driven. There's a way to write it though. Like, yes. Yeah. A, yes. According there, there's a way to write it into the script because we got to see her beat up an old lady, which yeah. was funny. That was really like, good. <laughs> like that, that was funny. But what if it, what if she figured out that that was one of the, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there's a way to write it in there where that line could have been done by by a villain, and then we could have also got her to see, got to see, watch her kick somebody's ass. Yeah, like if um, what actually would have been funny is if he'd um, gotten in her face a little bit about smiling, mm-hmm. and then she could kick his ass, thinking, "Oh, yes. this guy's clearly a scroll." But then he's <laughs> right, not. but he's, he's not. just this guy. <laughs> And then she's like, oh, "Oh, sorry." And then she takes his bike. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, and maybe a line. Oh, I thought you were. A, oh, you're not a scroll. You're just an asshole. <laughs> yes. Yes, that would have been very good. 
<laughs> like that that line come on why is that line not in the movie yeah that would have been perfect i guess there were, you're not I a think... scroll you're just an <laughs> asshole yeah that was very good yeah that would have been good mm-hmm. yeah um uh what else was i gonna say oh yeah the so her suit super cool mm-hmm. the 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 way they designed the mask thing with like the cool like like uh um mohawk coming out and then oh, it, when yes. when she's all like super powered up and like flame on or whatever and it's all like it looks super neat uh-huh. um i didn't like the addition of the I didn't like the addition of the of the leather jacket at the end, only because it looks way too similar now to Star Lord's um, uh, outfit, and even yeah. he has like he even has a similar mask type. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think that look is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't but it's like how. Been done. Yeah, I just don't. I, I wish. It looks in if if Star Lord stuff didn't exist, I'd be like that is badass. Like keep it and run with it. But it's a just it's just a little too similar to like the Star Lord thing. And like I maybe they could have that. I'm getting real nitpicky, but maybe they could have spent a little more time designing something that looked just as badass, or just lose the leather jacket or something i don't know yeah no i i get it the putting on the jacket over the uniform bothered me too but for a different reason um i hadn't i hadn't made the star lord connection in the moment but i definitely see and agree with your point about it um my thought was like that's just a lot of layers that's going to be just real bunchy oh (laughs) (laughs) this is just an incredibly impractical look yeah yeah and like it's gonna be bunchy and warm bunchy. and like it's gonna fall off in space like this is not yeah this but it... is not designed to go in space oh yeah <laughs> i mean there are a yeah. lot of pragmatic issues for yeah for i think me. i i think it's cool that they tried to like tie it back into like her service times or whatever yeah no i i get that too but yeah i thought that was kind of neat um uh, I don't know. Should we keep talking or should we wrap it up? We've been talking for a while. Um, I think uh, we hit all the the big points. Oh, the one more thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, I really liked that when she first started using the full force of her powers, mm-hmm. she was not perfect at it. Oh like, yeah, it was, yeah. Like she wasn't like blowing herself all over like a like a hose turned on full or anything, but. Mm-hmm she was like a little staggered occasionally. And then there's this really great moment where she's a little surprised. Mm-hmm. She's like, Whoa. And then she has this grin where she's, you can see she goes from Whoa to Oh hell yeah. And then yeah. like rushes forward. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. I feel like you should always, I feel like in the, in, in superhero terms, like, it it always pays off to have to have the superheroes have some place to like turn it up turn you know something mm-hmm. that they hold back like you don't want them to reach full you know to use dragon ball z terms or whatever like super saiyan mode like right away right so i like that they sh- i like how badass she was mm-hmm. 
I think they should have held held back a lot. Sure. Like, it's just way more payoff. Um, like I, for the I next movie. For yeah, I, th- I the the little increments even that you just trickle trickle the power like escalating and escalating and escalating like. It's so satisfying when you finally get to that moment of like, you know, Lord of the Universe or something. Yeah. Um, uh, they, I, there's some essay or something that I read a while ago where they were talking about, I don't know if you've seen this movie, but the first Superman movie with Christopher Reeves. Um, um, I think a long time ago I, ha- I did. Uh, there's, there's like, he does a whole bunch of, Superman does a whole bunch of things in there that are big. Like he saves a plane and he's, and he like spins the earth around backwards and does like a bunch of, like a bunch of big things. And the, the scope for these superhero things, this, the sort of like small things have the big payoff. So like Mm -hmm. this guy was saying like in the moment, the thing that paid off the most in that movie in the Superman movie was him um, digging Lois Lane out of the rubble and, like picking her out of the rubble, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, I, I, anyways, I agree with you. I, I myself, I would have think like play the long game, you know, like sure. just, just have her dial it up in notches. Um, this might be mixing metaphors too much, but like met uh, Metroid, the, the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what they do in Metroid is like in the first Metroid, the whole game is just trying to build your, like you're doing a bunch of things and finding things, but like, you know, it's like a Zelda game. You reach your maximum potential at the very last point in the game. You're like, Oh my God, this is so cool. You know, you do all these things. Mm -hmm. Um, and then in one of the later versions of Metroid, what they do is they start you off at full power and then all of your powers get ripped away and then you have Mm -hmm. to like spend the rest of the game like collecting everything until you're back up to this crazy mode that you were at the beginning plus and then some um yeah i think either one of those structures would work narratively too because you could just i don't know you could just spend there's lots of there's lots of time you can spend like introspecting on how to like on what this means and stuff Mm-hmm. I, I would like more, you see it a lot in comic books and you don't see it as much in these comic book movies is introspection and like voiceovers. Voiceovers happen so much in comic books and there's no voiceovers that are happening in these Marvel movies. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I would like that. Yeah. Like there's none. And that's a comic book trope. And in mm-hmm. like, maybe people don't like voiceover movies, but I think it, I like it. I, it's a film noir thing. Oh, um, the oh, we never talked about goose. Goose, yes. Let's talk about goose before we go for it. We wrap it up. I think we got to talk about that, and we got to talk about the last. It, it might just be a moment, but the last. Um, what she does to Jude Law at the end, what she says to him. Yeah. But yeah, you go, um, goose. All right, so goose is this cat that's just kind of been around. And apparently was like there when she was a pilot too. Um, and then uh, one of my favorite moments, actually a series of favorite moments in the 
the movie is Nick Fury's absolute adoration of this cat. Oh, it's so good. Like, <laughs> and then at that time, so Nick Fury is like doing like that baby talk to the cat. And I'm like, he is all of us. <laughs> he mm-hmm. loves this cat. I love this cat. Um, and then, uh, and then when um, the scroll is afraid of the cat. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure what they were going to do with that, but I found that pretty funny. Um, I forget what they called Flurkin. Flurkin. Yeah, and the then, cat's a flurkin. Yeah. And and I figure like, oh, it's just gonna this is just like a gag. Like uh-huh. these creatures are scared of something that happens to look like human cat or like uh, earth cats. Right. And then you find out, no, in fact, this is an alien. This yeah. cat is has tentacles that come out of its mouth. And <laughs> Yeah. It's it was a little Deus Ex Machina at the end, like oh, this yeah, cat yeah, ha- yeah. but I was I was really into it. Yeah, that the yeah, cat I, is part of what def- ultimately defeats the bad guys and the real bad guys. Right, and I think the coolest the coolest thing that the cat does, like the coolest reveal, I think, maybe not the coolest reveal. It's pretty cool. The the cool reveal about how Nick Fury gets his eye patch by <laughs> Goose sort of getting antsy and scratching him in the eye. Uh-huh. You know, like that is such a that's such a good that that's such a good little touch, I think. Uh-huh. And then later when his uh when Colson is like so I hear you got that doing whatever. Oh, it was right. something like a lot tougher. And he's like, I will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, that was great. Though I had been hoping that when, at the end, when Coulson brings him that uh, suitcase or that like briefcase full of eyeballs, like fake mm-hmm. eyes, I was hoping it was going to be like eye patches. Like oh. some of them like really fancy. And then in the middle is just like the plain black one that he goes with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it with the, with the eye, the eye thing yeah. too. Yeah. But, it worked. Um, and what did you think about, um, what did you think about Jude Law's standing off against Brie Larson? Okay. Now's the time I'm throwing down my weapons. Now <laughs> prove to me, prove to me, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, Brie Larson <laughs> just shoots him in the chest. And, I, and what does she say? I love that so much. Um, I don't have she, anything to prove to you. Yeah. She says, I don't have to. She, I think she says, I don't have to prove anything to you. That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. I don't have to prove anything to you. Yeah. I love that. That was, I think, <laughs> like the second, maybe third time I teared up during that movie. Uh, yeah. Because it was, it was so great because... Um, they're in a different movie. She totally would have turned off her powers to fight him Mm -hmm. to prove to him. And, you know, but it would have been framed like it was her proving it to herself. I'm like, no, you're proving yourself, proving something to this dude. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't matter. He doesn't matter anymore. And, um, Mm -hmm. and part of the whole thing is her, you know, this whole time they've been like, oh, we gave you these powers. We can take them away. You are bad at controlling them. Um, mm-hmm. And so she's like come into her own and she can control her powers. And they are more than she thought they were. And basically it's sort of like she was right the whole time. Mm-hmm. And she just blasts them. And I was like, yes, good. This is how I wanted this fight to go. Because I was worried that for a moment she was going to fight him. 
like one-on-one yeah yeah and then she blasted him i was like oh no that didn't need to happen this is what she needed to do she needed to just blast him and i love that she just like sent him back empty-handed because she knew what that would do to him Uh uh-huh yeah yeah that was great and then she leaves at the end of the movie she leaves and goes to help nation build or whatever with with the scrolls yeah it's it's fine i like the anti-colonialism message but Mm -hmm. um i think that's good i think that that marks a change in like movies and stuff Mm -hmm. um i still think that 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 they kind of miss i feel like i feel like we have we the watchers the viewers have to like dwell on things that they did not dwell on enough for us to like sort of make this movie as pleasurable as we want it to be. Like we, we have to put more weight into Annette Benning's character and into mm. the, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. She like we have, we have to do that work ourselves and extrapolate out from the screen time. So. Yeah. She should have played a, a bigger role for sure. Yeah. More, more clear screen time, more information about this character. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think you know part what of I, I... Go ahead. Oh, uh part of why we connect to this character right away is that she's Annette Benning. And yeah. yeah. They I think they rely on that a little too much. Cause if it was anybody else, it would be like, Yeah, it was this important person to her, but I need more to go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But because it's a net bending, we're like, oh, well, this is like a significant actress. Mm-hmm. And so this role must be important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, I kind of want to see this is sort of this is sort of a, a tangent off the trail mm-hmm. that we were just on, but I kind of want to see a very like like classical trilogy. Like I, I would really love to see just like self-contained three movies. There's no big crossover in between where we have to worry about like following this thread or that. But like, like we were talking about with the powers stuff, mm-hmm. they, they have to get right away to how full strength her powers are because they need her for this other narrative thing in infinity. Mm-hmm end game or whatever right um and uh, and another podcast that i was listening to was like it was saying how like at the end of Inve- avengers infinity war they they enjoyed that the end of the movie didn't end the way all the other marvel movies end with it with like okay there's the end of the of the bad guy like mm-hmm. oh here's here's a little bit of a cliffhanger and the bad guy's gonna be back mm-hmm. um you know, it's it's like you if they had more trilogies and stuff built in, I feel like I feel like they could do more more of like the classic trilogy structure, you know. If we use like the original Star Wars trilogy as an example, right? Like you set up mm-hmm. set up the premise in the first one, then go to the second, leave it on this huge cliffhanger where everything sucks and everything's falling apart, and then like mm-hmm. the big huge payoff that ties everything together at the end, like man yeah i think i I just i feel like i should do something like that that would have been that would have been good yeah 
Um, okay. Well, well, we did good. it. We yeah. did. And uh, yeah, overall, I liked it, and I wanna, I wanna see it I again. Did too. Um, yeah, I I'll definitely it watch to... it. I might watch it at when it comes to like the second run theater or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or... when it comes to the budget. Yeah, yeah, or or wait till another streaming service or something. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think I, I have like a letterboxed account. I don't know if you know what that is, but. Um, have you ever used that letterboxed? Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. It's for like tracking oh. what movies you've seen. I th and you oh. can like, yeah, I'll, I'll send you the link, but they, um, you rate the movies that you watch. And I think I gave it like three and a half. I think now, now that we talked about it more, I think it maybe deserves four just, just for not necessarily for like how well done it was, but for what it stands for, I guess. Yeah. You know? Like yeah, I think deal. it's the the phrase that came to mind the other day was that it's not necessarily my favorite Marvel movie, like mm -hmm. overall movie, but had some of my favorite Marvel moments. Yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. It does, totally. Well, all right, all right. I guess we call it, let's call it. All right, it's a good recording. Okay. That was good. Okay. I'll ta talk to you later. Bye. I'm gonna press the press the big button. Stop. Gonna press the stop.